The Healing the City podcast is a ministry of the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona. If you enjoy the Healing the City podcast and wish to support it financially, you can go to villagersonline.com, click the We Give tab, and follow the instructions. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Healing the City podcast. My name is Mark. I'm a pastor at the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona, and I am here with Eric, um, frequent host of Healing the City. Yes, I am a frequent host. (laughs) And pastor at the Village Church. Yes, and pastor (laughs) at the Village Church. And last time we talked, we talked about creativity. We did. And we had so much fun, we thought we'd just keep talking about different things. Yes. So today we're talking about authenticity. Yes, one of our values. One of our values. At the Village Church. Yes. And so to kick this off, we're going to read a few different things. Yes. Um, three different things. One of them is from a book. One of them is um, the way we are communicating our values to our kids at the Village. And then one of them is just our statement of authenticity yeah, how we communicate it to yeah. the world. On the website. Yeah, on the website. Yeah. So um, so the first reading is from A Doubter's Guide to Jesus by John Dixon, and this is at the end of the second chapter. It says, I can't help feeling that true authenticity, from the Greek word authentikos, meaning genuine, is not about giving free expression to the, to the subjective blip of my p- culture or personality. True authenticity would be about allowing our lives to be animated by what is objectively true in the universe. And this is what seems to be going on in the teaching of Jesus, a particular view of what is real about the world, about God, and about his kingdom, shapes what it means to experience an authentic life. The love of God, Jesus taught, inspires us to pursue love amidst the complexities of everyday life. So that's that. And then um, this is the reading. This is how we are communicating it to our kids at the village. It says, authenticity happens when I am honest, share real things, and am willing to be vulnerable with others. I value authenticity because God asks me to not be afraid to trust others with who I am. And that was written by Danielle um, which is awesome. Yeah, and we're we're updating that. So she's updated our definitions, which we're very excited about. Authenticity, this is what's on the website. We believe that walking the narrow way Jesus calls us to is difficult, and we attempt to be honest about the struggle. We want our community to be unafraid to confess sin and failure, and we want to be sure that people count the cost as they begin their walk with Jesus. We weep with those who weep and, and, and those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. We do not sugarcoat the journey and we spend a good deal of our time dealing with our own sin as well as the sin of those we have come to love as sisters and brothers. We strive to display not only the good hearts God has placed in us, but also deal with the residue of the old man we still drag around thank you rod hugan that was a a beautiful and complex definition of authenticity yeah so okay so there's a lot there yeah so i'm just gonna kick it over to you 
and you talk to us about authenticity. Oh a my bit. goodness! Well, first we should probably talk about values because yeah. we're a value-driven church versus a mission-driven church, which is kind of an odd thing. Um, we believe that every church has the same mission. It's the Great Commission that we are sent out um, to make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we do that as we go. And that's the mission of every single church. And what that church values uh, tends to be how they go about doing that. And right. it looks different. Right. Every church looks different. And so we came up with six values to say everything we do that is practical from the way we sing music to the way we do sermons to the way we do care in the community to the way we cook a meal will be uh, through these values. We're going to think about it. Is it authentic? Is it, you know, develop community? Does it point us to the truth? Does it help us practice the disciplines or be a dis- live a disciplined life? You know, is it accessible how ex- to everyone in, in practical ways and then also in the way things are said and done? Um, in order that, you know, people can find Jesus without running into us. So there's, there's a lot of things we evaluate. So authenticity is a big one. <laughs> what does it mean to live an authentic life? And we, a lot of times when we think about authenticity, people just think, well, I'm supposed to be real, right? Yeah. Just what you get, what you see is what you get. Yeah. But what we talk about because we're followers of Jesus is that the authentic self is one who is in Christ and living out a honest life in Christ. And so a lot of that means that, you know, we take some ideas from Larry Crabb where we're like, total honesty is not the answer yeah. to being authentic. I was going to bring that up because one of, the only chapter title um, in any Larry Crabb book that I remember is the one that says total openness, right, openness. the wrong solution. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I, I cause it total honesty is like, yeah, that's been my, my kind of modification of that. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the weird thing and Larry kind of puts forward and encouraged me key to caring, which really, um, I think undergirds our values at the village. It sort of gives them a substance of meaning. Yeah. Uh, his, it's total ministry is what is actually authentic. Yeah. That I have an honest and open and unbridled kind of relationship with God where I pour out my desires, my frustrations, my anger, like, and I find sustenance in my relationship with God so that I can minister and care for and do what is best for others. And that's actually the authentic self is to treat others as uh, Christ would treat them. And so, so walk us through sort of there's, there's sort of two kind of pictures of an inauthentic life. Right. And, and one of them is kind of being shut down. Right. And, and, and just avoiding fears and stuff. And then the other side is the total openness. Mm. They're like, well, this is who I am and I'm just going to, here it is. Right. Um, so what, what does that kind of look like? Uh, well, I think you get, you get to, yeah. well in the church, I think a lot of times what you have is this inauthentic way of being that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're, if it's not okay, then not, God's not good. Like he's not a savior or something. He's not, like you have to be happy, right? Yeah. You know, and it's a misunderstanding of joy. And I, I love that that Rod puts in the in the definition that we weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. Like, yeah. That there's, uh, of course, he threw me for a loop because he said we weep with those, those who, who weep. mourn. Weep with those, does it say weep with those who mourn? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, what? That's not how the verse goes, <laughs> Rod, uh, as I was reading it. But 
but I think it's good because it means that we're present. We're present yeah. to our own suffering and our own joy. And I think that's part of what being authentic is. Yeah. And I think that is an uncomfortable thing. Um, uh, and so I think a lot of times the true authentic life is what I would call a cognitively dissonant life and that I have to hold my own sorrow and my own joy very much in the present um, and not trying to stuff my pain somewhere and not trying to, you know, pretend like good things aren't happening, like to really hold those things in the present so I can actually enjoy the people that I'm around and actually empathize with them, engage in their pain and, and suffering. Um, and that's a hard thing because a lot of times you just want to go and be happy. Yeah. Right? You want to go to church and, and be convinced that everything is good. Yeah. That that's part of it. Or you, you sing the happy clappy songs. Right. And, yeah. Or you come with like an agenda and you want your identity and who you are to yeah. be affirmed. Affirmed. Yeah. Right. So you're looking for affirmation. And that's not what is authentic. Authentic is how do I how am I being transformed in the likeness of Christ and how am I practicing the way of Christ? Yeah. And these are the things and so I like what Rod says. There is a there is a proclaiming the new heart I've been given. And there is a confessing of my sin. And I think confession in an authentic life is not like, hey, I just did these things. Confession is good in that when it acknowledges its impact. Yeah. Right. So I sinned against you. My sin had an impact against you on yeah. you. I'm sorry for that. You know, yeah. So along those lines, I I think it's pretty easy to look and say, okay, so like an inauthentic life would be like, Oh, I just go to church and I feel happy and everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's harder to kind of divide the sort of the inauthenticity of just the total openness Mm -hmm. and an authentic life that holds sort of what we've been talking about at church recently, which is grief and gratitude Mm -hmm. and being able to engage with both. So what is sort of the, the impact or the damage of that sort of, total openness or the inauthenticity of that well it, it simply has disregard for anybody else's experience yeah of you yeah <laughs> and it, it really doesn't nurture other people it's about you and i think that's the thing about authenticity in a weird way is that you when you bring yourself into a situation you are aware of other people and how they are impacted by you mm-hmm. I think the other thing is an authentic community is one that's just is honest about its own brokenness and its own success in the sense of the way God has transformed them so that when people come in, they don't feel out of place. They can say, oh, yeah, like I also struggle with that. And wow, other people do. And it's okay to talk about my marriage. It's okay to to say I don't agree. It's okay to, to really wrestle with these things. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's open to people. It's actually linked with accessibility, authenticity is, and, and helping people. I think the other thing about being authentic that's important is it forces us to learn how to answer the question, how are you doing, with a bit more honesty. Good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> and I think we say good because when someone asks you how you're doing, no matter where you are, you begin to process, well, how did my week go? Well, I don't remember. It, if you're going to be authentic, even just in that simple thing, it yeah. is to work out a little bit for a moment. Oh, well, I woke up in a bad mood today. Okay, well, why was I in a bad mood? Well, things didn't go very well yesterday. I got this crazy text or I found out, like for me, like yesterday that I owe $3,000 to the 
federal government, you know. So it's <laughs> no. like one of those kinds of things. Um, and so it's like, ah, gee, you know, that's not, that was unexpected um, and frustrating. So those, like, I'm not well, that, doing well. It's that some, automatic response. Yeah. That sort of shuts you down from actually understanding how you're doing. Yeah. Because also the other thing is like, you could just say, oh, I'm doing good and totally miss like, oh, I had a great morning. Yeah. Or like, oh man, this has been like a really good week. I yeah. like went out for, I had like a, a, a date with my wife mm-hmm. and um, I went to the zoo with my daughter or whatever else. Like, oh, I had these like really cool experiences and that was right. a lot of fun. And the articulating joy is almost as difficult as articulating sorrow, right. right? Or struggle or just. Well, and I think that's the, if you come in saying, this is how I feel, this is what's happening in my life and I'm willing to be impacted Sometimes, sometimes people say, Hey, like I see some sin in your life Mm -hmm. and it'd be good to address that. Like, Hey, there's, or like, Hey, you're not like confronting this grief or like this sadness. Mm -hmm. But also I think there's an element of like, Hey, you should probably be rejoicing more yeah, because this is a really cool thing that's happening in your life where we're kind of, we just tend towards the like really flat. Yeah. Um, Well, I think authenticity allows us um, to learn to answer questions well and it makes us it allows it it says that we're open to other people asking deeper questions yeah and they could impact us yeah right so if i if i come and you know sometimes we say good or or you could say ah, i'm just kind of depressed oh okay but if you're like oh i am depressed and what am i depressed about well that's going to force a little bit of honesty like yeah. I, i'm struggling in my marriage or i'm struggling with my kid at school and they're schooling or I'm struggling, then that person can say, oh, tell me a little bit more about that. And then that authenticity opens it up to like a a real deep moment there. And, and I think when we say total honesty is not the, the solution, what we're saying is when you come in and forcefully say, this is who I am, this is what I am. You guys got to deal with me and I don't like you. So I'm going to tell you, I don't like you. I don't like this. I'm like, this, yeah. you know, I'm just a loud person. This is who I am. I can't change. That kind of creates such a relational barrier that no one can get to know yeah. you or have an impact on you. And so they, they it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, I, so the reason I brought up the doubter's guide to Jesus, the Good first book, the first the quote I read, which, yeah, go read this book um, by John Dixon. Um, the reason I brought it up is, is this quote on authenticity is right at the end of his chapter on Jesus as teacher. Right. So Jesus is going around teaching yeah. about the world and about God and about himself. And then he ends this whole thing about Jesus as teacher with this thing about authenticity, that authenticity is not about the cultural blip, right? you know, or whatever moment in time that we are, but actually it's about Jesus and what he says is true. So how does authenticity lead me towards Jesus? It's mm, a good question. Well, ultimately, Jesus is the authentic. And I think that's what he's trying to say is that Jesus then is articulating what is good and what is real and what reality is. Yeah. To be authentic is to live in what God says is good and real and reality. Yeah. And I think that is what the church is supposed to invite people into. That is part of the great commission is that you're going out and you're saying Jesus proclaim who he is the reality he proclaims what reality is he proclaims what is good and right this is where you should be if you want to be authentic everything else is not authentic and i think 
that takes a lot of work to do, to really be in line there with Jesus and to, to practice those things. Yeah. But really what we're all doing in valuing authenticity is saying, Hey, we value trying to lean in as much as possible as a community towards the way Jesus says things are. Yeah. And sometimes that feels like I always give, you know, because Colossians three talks about putting on the new clothes, taking off, Mm -hmm. you know, other things. And so I just always compare that to, you know, how little kids are when they wear dress ups clothes for the first time and have to go somewhere and their shoes are uncomfortable and the clothes feel really uh-huh. stiff. And, and I kind of feel like this experience is more something that my generation feels. I don't, I don't know if kids experience that as much anymore where I you don't have think so. to wear these fancy outfits yeah. that feel uncomfortable and you feel like everyone's looking at you. I and, still, I feel that now. When you wear a fancy outfit. When I outfit. have to wear a fancy outfit. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that may be true. So when you're doing weddings. <laughs> yeah. Which is about yeah. the most fanciness you go to at this point probably as a parent of littles. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that experience is a lot like what it is to follow Jesus. It's wearing yeah. new clothes that don't quite fit. Yeah. You're pretty sure they don't. And everybody knows they don't fit you. Well, in in, in this, I hear an echo of... of um, and to your right, talking about sort of the proclamation of Jesus is king. Yes. And it's almost an element of like we're getting dressed because Jesus is king. Yeah. Like we're we're getting ready for the banquet mm-hmm. in, in essence, like to be married to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's an element of we're trying to take off the old and put on the new and walk into relationship with Jesus because that's what's true. Yeah. And I think the thing, you know, Paul talks about how in, in the heavenly realms, we're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms, which means that there is a, a reality of us that is fully redeemed, fully Jesus, right? Yeah. Fully clothed in Jesus. But now in the finite moment, we are attempting to walk out that reality that is, and it feels uncomfortable, right? We're getting ready for the banquet and we are all ready in the heavenly realms. And so I think that's a, it's a, that's where some of the awkwardness and some of the uncomfortableness comes from is, yeah. that, you know, we don't quite feel like we fit into our reality. <laughs> We're trying to get there. So I wonder, so a few questions to ask yourself about authenticity may be like, am I willing to be impacted? Am I asking questions? Like, am I asking, am I willing to ask hard questions yeah. to the other person? Am I willing to receive hard questions? Can I weep with those who weep? Can I mourn. rejoice with those who rejoice? Yeah. Can I weep with those who mourn? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, I I think yes. And I, I also think um, to go back to the Jesus reality, uh, do I, like I think when you're authentic and you're attempting to move in that direction, you end up tasting Jesus in a really deep way. And so that's what says it's valuable. But yeah. prior to diving into authenticity, even in a simple conversation of how you're doing that, you're like, I don't know if I want to open up. I don't know if I want to live authentically, meaning I'm going to have to let people see who I am yeah. and I'm going to have to rejoice, which is also like calling attention to me, which then I'm attempting to call attention to Jesus because that's what rejoicing is. But you're still calling attention to yourself because you're saying, Hey, I'm over here and Jesus is cool. Like, let's look at yeah. Jesus. So there's a bit of like being the center of tension that you don't like. And you feel, especially when you have to be honest 
or you're like, gosh, I'm going to have to rejoice. That means I have to be present. Yeah. Here. I got to rejoice. Like, yeah. can't be selfish in this and be like, oh, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So that's a, you know, I, I always, you know, the very simple thing. I think people probably don't believe this, but you hear this a lot with when, just when we're singing that people, you know, some people raise their hands and some people don't. Yeah. And I actually think that a lot of times the authentic thing to do in worship is to raise your hands, but it feels Un, not authentic well and if you're you know, on practice at raising your hands yeah. you might be getting tired yeah your arms are like yeah that's okay just but, a, yeah, no, a I, few moments yeah. maybe you need a little moses arm so you yep. get your other arm <laughs> holding up your other but yeah hey you know yeah. it's just, it just it's an authentic it's saying yeah no this yeah. this is you and point to you like this is not about me well and how often do we sing a line that's like i raise my hands yeah. to god yeah and then you look around the room and Three people are raising yeah, their three hands. people raise their hands to right. God. Like right. there is an Especially element. Especially in the, you know, Pentecostal with seatbelts church. <laughs> Pentecostal so. with seatbelts. So yeah. Oh man. Anyway. All right. Well, I think a good question to end on would be where are my auto- automatic responses? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think where when am I saying good? Yeah. And and not actually being aware of how I'm really doing. Yeah. Yeah. Or willing to share. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, this is fun. All right.